Hi, Natalie. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, so we're a little rusty at this because we have not recorded a podcast in an entire year. 365 plus days. What's that song? Something about seconds and hours. I don't know all those numbers. <laughs> it's been it's been a long long couple of But you know, we've been very very busy and it's okay. So I recently re-listened to all of our podcasts and the first ones were not very good, but they got so much better. That's promising. A little, it's a little promising. We have a, a year where we haven't done anything, so this one will probably be back to square one. I hope not. I think we're going to be a little better than we were. Um, so this is our 10th episode, and it's been a year, and we have a lot to talk about. We just got back from a girl's trip to Temecula in wine country, um, and we periodically do these girl's trips at least once a year. So last year we did Sedona and we did wine then too. We do everything's pretty much based around wine, I suppose, <laughs> but uh, that was fun. And then this year we just did Temecula. So Natalie flew while she was trying to fly into Palm Springs and your flight got canceled. Yeah. And then uh, I uh, went to, or I called to get it rescheduled um, to a different flight and they had something going into Ontario and I was like, oh, that'll do. And uh, it left later in the day, so I'd be hanging out at the airport. But I go to get back through security um, after trying to get my bag and I'm, I can't check in. I'm like, what is going on? She booked me for the next day. So instead of the day that I wanted to leave, she thought maybe I wanted to go the, the next day. So I had to call and get them that all fixed but I eventually made it that reminds me I missed a flight the other day for no reason at all <laughs> they didn't cancel it you just decided to not get on the plane yeah but Temecula was a lot of fun we go with about the same group of girls give or take one or two and we went wine tasting all day had a fabulous time we're at this gorgeous Airbnb it's brand new this couple uh, is like this awesome creative couple. The wife's an interior decorator. The husband was an architect, and they just finished this phenomenal house in April, and gave us a really good deal on it if we would write some reviews and post some pictures. And uh, so we did that, and it was so amazing. And I thank our friends for putting it all together. But we went wine tasting on day two on Friday. When we got back to the room, we decided that we would choreograph a video <laughs> to the <some> music. <laughs> it a, because no one had been drinking before Yeah, it's then, a total sober decision. This was a really and good And so idea. we are laughing and having fun, but I had another case of taking things a little too far and being a little too serious about it. And it was really great because I had no idea. So what happened was we were, we were making a video and each of the girls was going to do something cute as they like walk through the frame. And so we're kind of practicing what you're going to do before you walk through to be on the video. And our good friend Angela 
Mind you, this is like take 18. Like we've been doing this for at least half an hour at this point. And I was like, okay, Angela, do your thing. And she starts doing this like side to side squatting move. <laughs> and I was like, no, Angela, no, not that. Well, l- let me let me uh, reenact it. It was it was a very strong, sharp pointed finger at her. I was like, no. Angela, no! (laughs) But in my head, that is not what happened at all. That is what actually happened. (laughs) But that's that's what actually happened. And then, and then no one could could stop laughing. Allie was on the floor. Well, I thought we, yeah, you guys were on the floor. Everybody was laughing at first. Like, we're all laughing. And then you guys keep laughing. And people are on the floor. They can't breathe. Several minutes goes by. And I'm like, okay, you guys are laughing at Angela, like, a lot. This is what I'm thinking. I'm not saying anything. But I'm like, wow, like, maybe her feelings might be hurt that everyone's laughing at her so much. (laughs) No. Come to find out, later, Cynthia realizes we were laughing at her, but she had no idea. Well, I I was, I think I asked one of you guys about Angela. I'm like, do you think Angela was sad that you, that you guys were laughing at her yesterday? <laughs> and then you guys look at me like, what? You didn't know that we were laughing at you and not Angela (laughs) for like 10 minutes (laughs) oh my god it's so funny because I legit had no idea I thought you guys were laughing at Angela and so then it was just even more funny that for 10 minutes clueless I just wonder how many other things in life go by with kind of the same scenario of me thinking it's a certain way and it's really not. Yeah, Angela just didn't share, according to you, the same vision. Um, so you had to correct it. So we talked about Temecula. Have you gone anywhere else recently? I haven't I haven't gone anywhere. That's <laughs> um, in May I took my family to Hawaii, to the Big Island, our my favorite place. And we had a we had a really great time, but my nephews were with us, and they are, now they're seven and four, but in May they were six and three, and it was Benjamin's first flight, and he was so excited, and everything was just great, but we went to the beach one day, and the kids got freaking stung by jellyfish. Oh, no. That's so sad. It was really sad. So really the first person that got it was my sister, Christina. And it like rubbed on the inside of her leg. And she thought it was just her swimsuit pinching her. So she really didn't think anything about it. So she was trying to adjust herself. And then Sean just starts screaming. And so I turn around and I run to him. And I'm in the water, but not too far. You know, I'm just a few yards away from him. And he's screaming. And I see this blue shiny thing on him and this string. So I thought it was a lure and fishing line and that he was hooked somewhere. So I'm like looking for blood, looking for a puncture and getting this string all over me. And then my arms start tingling and I'm like, 
oh crap. And then as soon as I realized it, David had already realized it because Ben was screaming just a few yards away. So David picks up Ben and run towards us and then by the time that happens my other brother Michael is standing over me I'm on my knees on the ground with Sean and I was like it's a jellyfish and Michael's like what do we do <laughs> and it's that uh... it's that moment that you never forget when you're watching friends right and you're like is this where I pee on you Chandler I think Chandler <laughs> pees on Monica Joey, Joey is it Joey there, I think yeah. Well, somebody pees on Monica. And so I'm looking up at Michael and he's like, what do we do? And I was like, I think you have to pee on him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. But David is much smarter than both of us and looks at the lifeguard stand that is not that far away. And we take the kids over there. And a jellyfish had gotten another little boy, a two-year-old little boy. So I don't know why oh it like goes after all the kids. But apparently, if there's one or two, there's many that are going to be in the water very soon. So the lifeguard, I'm pretty sure he's stoned, which I don't blame him. He works on the beach in Hawaii. <laughs> right. Okay. He gets on the megaphone and he says, uh, just want to let everybody know that there's a Portuguese man of war washing up on shore. Oh, I would have no idea what that is. And if someone said there was a man of war. Yeah, a Portuguese man of war. And I was like, what the heck is happening? Like, Warriors are coming. Yeah, I was like, are we being invaded by the Portuguese right now? (laughs) Yeah, you should say jellyfish. People know what jellyfish are. People don't know what Portuguese man of war is. Um, So that was an experience. But the best thing about it was the boys were so resilient and we went back to that same beach and on the way they were like I'm not scared I'm gonna get in the water because it's so fun and they didn't they weren't afraid like other kids would be afraid to get back in the water after getting stung by a jellyfish so I was so proud of them they're just the best yeah they're braver than me because like that one time I got thrown off of a horse that was probably like 30 years old I didn't want to get back on do you remember when we went horseback riding? Yes, I took you horseback riding, even that though was fateful. You you were so brave. You didn't want to do it. Like <laughs> I was, I didn't think you would consider me brave. I asked for the oldest, slowest horse, and it threw you off. And at like not even into the pasture yet, we're still on the trail to get out. The horse starts rocking its head back and forth. I'm like, this isn't going to go well. And then it bucks me off backwards, and luckily I didn't fall into barbed wire. Um, And then, of course, like, insult to injury, not only did it buck me off, it stood on my foot and then wouldn't get off. So I'm punching it in its butt, (laughs) trying to get it to get off me. (laughs) And... The, the grandpa, I don't know what it, his name was, the grandpa comes over and he's like, you need to get back on that horse. I'm like, F, no, I don't. I'm not getting back on that horse. Um, so I think, did you I got on, on the horse. horse. Did, you, Cynthia got on yes. the horse. So you got on my horse and I got on that horse. And then, did we go riding for a little bit? Uh, you, went, you went riding and then you came back and that's when I saw. Um, yeah, so the horses... Um, they had they got into a bad habit. People would run them back to the stables, so that's 
they thought that was normal that's what they do and so i could not get this horse to stop it would only run back to the stable so i do remember that that horse was unruly it threw you off and made and then the other horses were following that horse because it was running it was a disaster anyways so you what happened with the horses no i'm no i'm just saying i'm not as brave as the kids I know. Oh, I, I don't. I don't. I like horses from a distance. I don't want to get back on a horse. Anytime people, I thought like, you oh, did get back on a horse. I no, was looking forward I didn't to get your back horse, on a horse story. <laughs> no, that's my problem. Is I'm not as brave as the kids. I'm like, no, the horses can be over there. I'm gonna be over here. They can smell it on me. How much I don't like them. I think. I used to ride a lot when I was a kid. I never had horses, but I would get off the bus from school about a mile and a half earlier than my house stop because there was a old guy who was always riding horses around around that time like 3 34 in the afternoon and I would stop and just watch him for weeks I did that and one day he waved me in and he's an old man like he's like a Yosemite Sam like small old cowboy I remember he was born in the year 1910 whoa yeah so his, how he um, made his living was buying, selling, trading horses, and he paid me 75 cents a day to clean his stables, and he had all kinds of cool horses. They, they were always um, getting different ones, but I would like one, and then it would be gone, but man, that guy just had a passion for horses, and he couldn't ride a lot or for a long period of time so he would have me exercise the horses and I remember being on this giant horse and he had a, a tractor tire um, attached to the saddle or the bridle and he was standing in a circle and just whipping this horse and so I'm going in this big loop and he's making this horse drag the tire as I'm on the horse and he, he just looked like literally like a cartoon character he was like jumping up and down on his feet like waving his cowboy hat and he i think he thought he was like in a rodeo or something and i'm just holding on for dear life <laughs> see that's why i don't trust him <laughs> one but, minute they're fine and the next they're like nope nope yeah. get off <laughs> yeah horses are cool anyways not so you uh you've been traveling quite a bit anything exciting happen over your travels so airdropping is a new phenomenon that people have to deal with and if you don't know what airdropping <laughs> is deal with as I use quotey fingers so no one can see yeah so if you have an iPhone and you are looking at your iPhone like you're open it's open and you're using it and you have your Wi-Fi and Bluetooth on strangers can send you things usually pictures sometimes videos and you can accept or decline said pictures or videos. What'd you get a picture of? Well, you know, it comes in handy. Like you're with your girlfriend, you're like, send me all those pictures, and you don't want the you, they don't want them to be like grainy and weird as you normally would, like on a text message. So you can send lots of pictures. It's instant. You get it right away. But when you get it from strangers, it's so. It's almost really? like you feel violated. Oh, okay. It's never it's <laughs> never going to really. be a good thing. It's never going to be good if it comes from a stranger. Like, what could be good about it? You don't care about other people's camera roll. And the only thing 
dudes want to send you is inappropriate. So it's only happened Sometimes. to me once. Yeah, it's only happened to me the one time, and it was recently. And I got a picture of a centaur woman whose oh. <laughs> whose hair is her her head is back, and she's enjoying she the sun. <laughs> yeah, she's sunbathing. she's in place. Yeah, she's just found some sun in a meadow. And she's a blonde centaur woman. So I did not accept it. Oh, I, so you accepted, right? No, so you see it, but I, I didn't. Mean, I probably would have accepted. Yeah, so when you accept it. Just to see what happens next. But, you know, I listened to um, the radio station that we like uh, here in Phoenix. And that happened to somebody. It was like one of those dating updates. That like That's how people are picking up on people now. Like you're with somebody and you can like airdrop your phone number or, oh, or smart. I don't, I don't know if you can airdrop texts, but you can be like, Hey, I'm right next to you or in the same room with you and in Starbucks or whatever. And you don't have to have somebody's phone number. You can reach random strangers that have no idea that you even <laughs> notice them. I don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing, uh, but that's kind of creepy. Well, Regular text messaging is a phenomenon to my mother. Yes. <laughs> I, have, I have an extreme, extreme collection of texts where she just, I don't know if it's her inability to just be coherent when she's typing or just um, her reactions to things. But over the past year, I've sent Cynthia a number of screenshots, some of them such as I sent a picture of this giant water bottle. I think it was a smart water. And I said, like, this is the biggest smart water I've ever seen. And she said something like, good for you. <laughs> good for you. I don't you just, I think she just doesn't know water. how to respond to certain things. <laughs> there was a time where we were getting Christmas stuff ready and talking about presents and things like that. And she had asked what sizes um, were my sister's fiance for pants and shirts for work and things like that. Um, and she somehow replied in German and said something like, does he wear a slim fit pant? Like, instead of saying, we translated it to, does he wear slim fit pants? Yes. But or, instead. <laughs> yeah, and we were in Vegas when that happened. And Michelle can do a perfect imitation. Oh, Jane. I think we should have, we've talked about having Jane on as a guest, and I think we should make that happen. The best one, though, is my sister sent a group text and said, I got shot for an Honor Health commercial. And my mom thought she was getting shots because she works at a hospital. So she said, stay well. And then later, my, my other sister thought that she was shot with like a gun. And didn't understand why my mom would be so ca- like casual about being shot and saying, stay well. Turns out it was just a commercial that she was in. Yeah, so I, you sent me that message and I'm looking at it. And you guys had to clarify with emojis. So there's like the shot one, like a vaccination shot one. And then Angela puts a video camera. Like, no, like a movie, not shots. I can see how Jane could be confused but if she had gotten shot or was shooting a commercial stay well my dear is not 
No, no. So I don't know why, but texting with my mother. The response just, that we need. It's the one of the most funniest things. Like my um, my sister Michelle put an offer in on a house. And the only thing that my mom responded in the group text when she sent the listing was an elderly person must have lived there. Not the congratulations. Not like, where's oh, the house? Yeah. <laughs> when are you going to move Any in? normal response, it's <laughs> an elderly person must have lived there. Okay. Jane's the best. So we'll post some of those on our yeah. social media. You got to see it. You got to see it. So I have a similar person in my family that 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 is new to text messaging and social media. So my uncle Leon, it was his 50th birthday. And so we go to Holbrook and I text him the picture. And then the next morning he texts me the picture and says, <laughs> and says did you get the message? I said, what message? He goes, the picture. I said, I sent you the pic. <laughs> but what is the best is how honest he is. And his response is, oh, he's kind of still drunk. <laughs> he's talking about himself in the third person. In the third person. And he's kind of still drunk. <laughs> Family, text messages. It's all good. Hopefully they don't learn how to airdrop. That could be really bad. Oh, God, no. If my Uncle Leon and your mom figured out airdrop, the world better watch out. They'll be airdropping all kinds of people. Yeah, on accident. They'll be like, I don't want to see a picture of this couch. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. So you're welcome, everybody. You're welcome for episode <laughs> 10. <laughs> I know you've been waiting in anticipation for a year. I only know one person that actually was waiting. My coworker. We have one loyal listener. Just yeah, one. who actually missed us. But when I went back and listened to the podcast, um, I can see how many people listen to them. And it's like 80-ish, 60-ish sometimes. Each episode varies. But I'm like, who are these people? I don't know these people. <laughs> who's, who's listening to this? Who are these <laughs> mysterious people that are? Yeah, I want to know them. Babel. Does it count like more than one time? Like if you listen uh, yeah, multiple times? Probably. I would imagine that it counts like actual, like how many times it was played, not how many different people. So maybe it's just one person who listens over and over. You never know. All right. So awesome. Maybe we will record sooner than um, 365 days. All right, friend. Well, nice chatting with you. All right. We'll talk next time. Bye-bye.